And what should we do? John the Baptist answers them, Those of you who have two cloaks, share with the one who has none. And to do likewise with the food. Over these last several weeks, uh, we have been learning about the homeless. The homeless in our, in our county of Santa Clara. We have over 7,000 homeless, we've learned. And that over 4,500 of those are in our own city of Santa Clara. Our own city of San Jose here in Santa Clara. And of those, we have, we have the highest number of unsheltered homeless in the country. Highest number of unsheltered in the country. Here in our own Silicon Valley, one of the wealthiest counties in the wealthiest nation of all time. We've also learned that, that they become homeless for so many different reasons. And that we don't know most often their stories. But we do know that there are reasons. Some are because of things that have happened to them and the poor choices sometimes that they have made in response. And sometimes the inability to be able to make good choices because of their situation. Last weekend we heard about Gabriella and how Gabriella found with a ray of hope and love to somebody else have found a way back from that oblivion and has managed to stabilize her life and are back on her own feet. Today I want to share with you the fourth in the series of four on our homelessness about, about um, how we don't really know we don't really know people's story. And it sometimes is more complex than we ever know. It's also sometimes much closer than we ever know. I want you to watch this a fourth in the series. Everyone is beloved by God. Sometimes we need sometimes we need somebody with flesh on us to tell us that. We need somebody to believe in us just for a moment so that we can believe in ourselves. And when you hear the stories of these people, these homeless, there's not much difference oftentimes between they and us. Or somebody in our life that loved us where we were, we made good choices because of that. Sometimes we made bad choices, but we were covered by our, our love. And for them, they have not had as much opportunity of love. And the poor choices seem to compound their situation. So what should we do? That has been the question that has been for every disciple, for every, of every generation. So we have decided to do something here at Holy Spirit. So in consultation with the school leadership and all the councils at the parish leadership, I have decided that we will open our house, our church, to the homeless. What will that mean? We will work uh, to lead a, a rotating shelter during the cold winter months. 
Um, well, maybe they'll come at 7 p.m. in the evening. We will host them for a hot meal in the parish office. Then we'll bring them over here to our church where we'll give them cots, blankets, and sheets. They will sleep here until 6.30 in the morning, which will then bring them back to the parish office where we'll give them a hot breakfast to go. At 7 o'clock, they will leave for the day with a packed lunch. We're hoping that in, in we'll do this for 30 days, and then we will take that same 15 people, there's just 15 that we're allowed to have. Uh, those 15 will be chosen carefully by Libby and her staff who work with these people. She is um, going to select the most vulnerable, the people who, who will not survive the winter this winter, if they are not brought inside. For them, it will mean literally the difference between life and death. It will be only just 15, and I lament that, but if we could at least do our part for 15, I'm hoping that other churches then will be inspired to do it for another 15. There are over 300 worshipping communities in our area, if, one of the, if every one of those was to take 15 in, then we would have everybody off the streets for the cold winter months. Now, um, we will be the same 15 that we will take here. Then uh, we're partnering with United Methodist Church of Will Glen, uh, as they're the only willing partner at this time. No other Catholic church yet has willing to step forward. And we're hoping that by giving them this extra time, that they will, they will be inspired to start another rotation with another group of 15. We will start when? We will start in January 13th. Uh, the reason, unfortunately, is that far away is because it takes us time to, to get ourselves organized. To do, there's so much yet to do, and it's the first time we, we will have done this. Uh, now, there are um, things we need to remember what's going to happen. Um, our church will smell different. And just understand that, and that that will be a good thing. It will be a reminder to us, reminder to us of their presence and of our need to love them, our need to give them that ray of hope. Our also our hope that in this time, that as we stabilize their their needs, they will have shelter and they will have food. It's our hope then with the caseworker to create that environment where they can start to think and strategize to look for permanent solutions in that period. And we hope that, that this will be successful, that others will follow. There's going to be many unknowns that we will not know, and we have lots of questions I'm sure you will have. Our leadership will be out in the courtyard after Mass. They will answer any questions. There are several leaders here today who will join us and answer those questions. There's also a sign-up sheet out there to, uh, for you if you want to get involved in some way, shape, or form. This is what we have been building up for. We've been building up to, to do something of significance. The hard part for me is that it's only 15. And there are so many more out there who need our help. But if we can at least do this 15, I think then 
Our hope is to not only help and change their lives, but also to change ours. To open our hearts to their stories, to listen to their story, and to realize that there is not much between they and us. They are human beings who are in need. In need of love, in need of hope. The question is, why? Well, I ask you this, if not us, then who? If not now, then when? Remember, in the end of our lives, we will be judged not on how well we have lived, but on how well we have loved. This is our opportunity to share that love with someone else.